Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Today, I get to share with you my interview with my friend, Grace. She is a military wife, has two little boys, and she has so much wonderful wisdom on how to have hope when the future is so unknown. Here it is. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Grace, how are you today? Good. How are you? Oh, so great. I'm just so excited to interview you because we have never officially met. You are another one of my friends who, quote unquote, never met, but we're friends. (laughs) But we met through Instagram and we've just kind of connected since then. So I don't even remember when we started following each other. I don't either. I I was trying to think back and I think it's, it's been definitely over, maybe it's been close to like two years. That's what I was thinking. It's been a long time. Well, yeah. not a long time, but I mean, longer than a year. For Instagram. For sure. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Grace. <laughs> yeah. So I, my name is Grace and I am a mom. I have two boys and they are 16 months apart. Um, one is about to turn three next month and the other one is a year and a half year old. Busy mama. <laughs> so I say busy. Yep. Um, and I am a military wife. My husband is in the Marines and he is currently deployed right now. How long has um, he been deployed? So since last year, um, but hopefully he'll come, come home soon. I know. But yeah, I am a former second grade teacher turned stay at home, work from home mom. And that is what I've been doing for the last, oh goodness, four years. Yeah. Almost four years. And that, that's I mean, what you do. Yeah, that's what I do. What is your job? What do you do? What um, you, say you work from home? Yeah, I run a network marketing business and I have been doing that. I think I, I started that while I was still teaching and then um, I left my teaching job and decided to try and run with the network marketing gig and it's just worked out and turned into a full-time thing for me and I love it. And you're thriving and it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it has been such a blessing. Um, I treat it like my full-time job, but it's really cool too, because I'm a full-time mom because I do stay home with my kids, but because I can basically just work from my phone, I get, I get the best of both worlds, being a mom and then still having something for myself or, and, and doing something. I think it's jackpot when moms find that whether it's blogging or a network marketing or just something that even if they're working at home for a company that's like down the street like it's just so nice when it works out like that it's such a blessing i'm so happy you have that because how are you like how would you juggle everything while your husband's gone you know right and and i think about you know if i were still teaching full time which i loved teaching um there was just a lot of extra stuff that came with it yeah. that i when i kind of sat back and looked at how i wanted my life to look right. i <laughs> knew that i did not want to teach forever and so to me it was just not I don't want to say not worth it because I mean, the kids are worth it and everything, but it just wasn't something that I wanted to do forever. So I couldn't justify continuing it when I didn't love it, when it wasn't something that I truly like loved with every fiber in my being. And so I just think about how, if I were still teaching and then I had two small kids and my husband gone, like I just 
even know how it's possible. And some women do it and it's like God gives them the strength to get through that, but that would be so beyond difficult. Yeah. It's, I, teachers have such a special place in my heart and I feel like they're the unsung heroes of, <laughs> of America. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so many people do it and they're just amazing. Yeah. Well, that is a huge blessing and that kind of segues us into my next question, which is what are some trials then that you have faced in the last few years that have shaped your view of God? Some trials. When I think about my life and especially the last few years, you know, you think about trials and I feel like there's not been anything that has been earth shattering that has kind of changed my life. I mean, there have been like little things along the way, like a trial. I mean, that I had was leaving my teaching job. You know, I had just, I graduated from college with a four year degree in elementary and early childhood education. And then I had this whole view of what life was supposed to look like. Mm. And when I started teaching and it didn't pan out the way that I had hoped or the way that I wanted. And I knew that I guess stepping away from that was something that I had to do. It was, I was left in a place of what's my purpose? What do I do now? Because I had put so much of my identity into being a teacher in my profession. And that's the kind of person that I am. I, I, when I do something, I put my, my whole entire heart into it. And so when I stepped away from that, I just, I basically had to figure out like who I was because here I am as a, an adult and I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm a newlywed. And recently when I, when I left my job, we had just found out we were pregnant. And so it was just a kind of a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And, you know, I decided to do start my network marketing business and it kind of just took off. But then I think, I don't know, two years into it, maybe I, I absolutely love what I do, but you know, I think you go through phases when you are like, okay, what's next? Or for me, I always am trying to do better or reach the next level or, and so I felt like I had reached a point where I was like, okay, I got to like kick it up a notch. Yeah. And again, putting so much of my identity into what I was doing, but then wanting more, feeling like Mm. there was, there was more purpose out there for me. Okay, God, what do you have for me next? And so I think that has just been like a trial that I've had to kind of just overcome um, you know, as I've gotten to that point and then obviously being a mom of kids that are very close in age. Right. I was going to say, that's a huge trial right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and on about that, <laughs> but just learning to navigate that along yeah. with, you know, working from home and then obviously, um, the military lifestyle that, I mean, I don't even know where to start with that. Not that that, I mean, we, I absolutely love being a part of, this community. And I'm so proud of my husband, but with all the pride and the joy that comes with that, there, there's also a lot of uncertainty and nervousness fear, and you really don't know what's going to happen next. You have to learn to be flexible. And I'm a very type A person. (laughs) 
So oh, learning God. has been such a huge thing for me. And then I would say probably the most recent thing that we're obviously going through is deployment, oh. which and unlike anything I've ever experienced. Oh, that is so hard. I mean, my husband's obviously gone a lot just being in the medical field, but I can't imagine, like sometimes, sometimes I say, I just wish you could be gone, like solidified. Here you go. You're gone for six months or you're gone for nine months because it's just easier Mm -hmm. because then you know, we don't have those, okay, I'm home at five, but oh, wait, actually it's eight o'clock. So now I miss the kids. You know, it's just, it was really hard for me to let that all go. But for you then, I'm sure you would be on the other side and say, I wish you were just home, even if it was, you know, for a couple hours. Yeah. And we've kind of experienced both because last year, I mean, he was gone one month home the next, gone one month home the next. And so at that point, I was like, I just wish you would leave already. Not that he has. Right, right. But you just, it's like a tease almost, you know, you get. And by the time we had gotten in a new routine, he was home again. And so we'd fall back into our old routine or it would be different. And so it's just the theme that they tell military wives to the kind of theme of their life is to adapt and overcome. And I joke with that phrase because it's like, we're constantly doing that, but you know, really you do like, you do have to just adapt and overcome. And so I can totally see like just be gone already. Um, but I don't know. It's all difficult. I think in its own way. How do you even, how do you walk through that? Is it your faith that you rely on? Is it other women? Like what helps you get through? All of it. So really, I mean, somebody asked me the other day, I had made a post or something and they said, is there no way to weather this lifestyle without faith in God? And it, one, it's, it took me aback when I read that question because nobody's ever asked me that before. Two, it made me sad because when I thought about it, you know, there's really been no other way for me. Like my faith and my relationship with Christ has been the map and the guidebook by which I've done everything in life. And Mm. so I can't say what life would be if I didn't have that. And so I don't even really want to imagine because it's hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes me sad because I know my faith and my relationship and that assurance and that hope I have in, in, in God is what gets me through to the next yeah. day. Yeah. When did you become a believer or did you just grow up in a Christian household or what? So I did grow up in a Christian household. Okay. I asked the Lord to come into my heart at a very young age. I was six or seven, um, but I didn't always follow Jesus. I didn't always have a really good relationship with him. I went through the typical teenager. Of course. <laughs> and then when I went to college, I went through the, I'm on my own. I'm going to yeah, do the college I'm phase. <laughs> I'm going to live how I want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always believed in the Lord and had a relationship with him. It just has not always, I haven't always lived like I have, and it always hasn't been at the forefront of my life. But yeah, I was really, really blessed to grow up in a Christian home. Do you think when you were younger, just by, I mean, obviously it's a understatement to say that we don't go through a ton of trials when we're young, if we do grow up in a Christian home and have like the loving parents and 
surrounded by people and Awanas and church and all the fun <laughs> things. But do you think it was the trials that you have recently walked through, like in the last four years that have made you closer to God? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it is kind of hard when you do, when you do grow up in a Christian home, it's a lot of times it is a really good life and you are very blessed. And I was very fortunate to experience that. And, but I would definitely say that the last four years have strengthened my relationship with the Lord just because of how evident he's made himself known in my life. And just because of the things that I've been through, I don't know how I would have gotten through them without him. Like, um, emotions and like the joys and the sadness and loneliness and all of that that comes with this lifestyle, I feel like has just pushed me towards him even more because it has just, I've just been more aware that even though if I'm lonely, I'm really not alone. Like I might yeah. be physically alone maybe, or I might feel that way. But I'm never alone, and it, I, I literally can just call out to him, and just a, a peace will wash over me. So, yeah, I it, in the last four years, I feel like I have really, really grown closer to the Lord. And it sounds so cliche to say, but I really do feel like He is, you know, a friend to me. That's yeah. that's how I talk to Him, and I don't know. It's just really, really cool. I love that. What would you say to women who are in the military life that are just really struggling? I, well, you asked if there was a community that helped get through too. And I would say absolutely. So I would say, you know, find community. People say find community and you're like, okay, how do I, how? how (laughs) Cause I know finding friends as an adult is hard. hard. So hard. (laughs) It's way harder than than making friends as a child, but I would just say, I feel like this life, it calls us to get out of our comfort zone and, you know, sometimes to get over things, I feel like we have to, especially with this, you know, like for us, we moved to a new place and y'all, y'all just moved too. So, you know, Um, but I mean, when you move to a new place and you know, absolutely no one, you don't have a church to go to you, your husband's in a new job. You, you literally are starting from scratch. And sometimes the only way is to really just step out of your comfort zone and meet people. I know for me, I um, have tried to get involved in my husband's unit and that has, that has been such a huge blessing because I just think about going through this deployment and not having, not knowing anyone who can relate Yeah, and having them, their husbands are going through it too. So they're going through it. So we all are, are experiencing the same thing and it just helps just even just to know that somebody is going through it there. So I would say, try and find community, try and find a church. If there's like a random coffee date group, try and go to that because you just never know who you can meet. I mean, you never know if you're going to meet like your lifelong best friend. Right. (laughs) And then I think I would just say it's, I, I know for me, it was when it was a really, I realized how much I needed to be in the word. Like it was, I mean, I could pray, I could do all the things, but if I really wasn't sitting down and spending time with the Lord and getting in the word and seeking his face and it just, I feel like I would be 
I don't know how to say this. Um, a mess. Like, yeah, a mess. <laughs> I'm sure that's hard to say it, but basically, yeah, a mess. And it's just having that and knowing that I can cling to the truths that are in his word. It just gives such a peace that I can't even describe. And so, I mean, yeah, community and just really trying to hone in on your relationship with the Lord. Um, and that I'm, I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that your that days are not going to be hard of or course. you're still not going to feel lonely or sad because right. you do. It's just, yeah. it's a part of it and it's a part of life, but I feel like it'll be easier to navigate <laughs> if you have those things. Yeah. While you were talking, I was thinking about your future and how unknown it is and how, how do you look to the future with hope and live with hope, even though you know everything is unknown? Yeah, that's a great question. Honestly, <laughs> I don't really <laughs> think about the future a lot. I'm the type of person that I, uh, I get my hopes up really, really easily. So yeah. for instance, like when all this stuff started going on with our world right now, my mind automatically went to, oh my goodness, is this going to affect when my husband comes home? Oh. And there's just no way for me to know. Like yeah. It's just, like, you can't even go there. No, you can't. Because if you do go there, then negativity starts to creep yeah. in. And then and stress and anxiety and depression and all the things. Yep. And then it's just, it's just crippling. And I mean, I'm here and I have to keep two, two children right. alive and I have to keep, I have to keep going. And so honestly, I really just try to think, take things day by day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, not saying that I don't think about the future, but I just try to go think about it with an open mind. Like if he does, like if his homecoming date does get changed, God already knew that was going to happen. Yep, he's not surprised. Right. That didn't take him by surprise. I have no control over it. And I just have to lift my hands and say, you see me, God. And so yep. that's just how I try to try to look at everything in terms of the future. Do you have any fun tips as you raise your kids during certain periods of their life? Not really. I mean, both of my kids are both young. I mean, yeah. I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old, so they don't fully get it yet. They don't really understand. Um, they are aware that he's not here, and then when he does, when he does come home, it's it's, it's kind of weird. awkward. Yeah, yeah, it takes them a little while to warm up, but he's never been gone this long, right? While they like and then be able to understand. But I mean, we just lots of grace um, because. The toddler stage is not for the faint of heart. I mean, raising kids is not for the faint of, of heart. Course. <laughs> but I think having to do this, and I say alone, I know I'm not alone because if he were here, he would help. But having to do this alone, I just try to remind myself to give grace to them and to me and that tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we do, as far as like things that we do, we just try to keep busy with with small kids, you just have to keep busy. Yep. And we try to, I try to make things fun. I'm probably yeah. not the best to answer that because you just well, try to. Also little, I was kind of, I was, when I thought like ages, I was thinking in my head like, oh, toddler, like three or four, but yeah. I was like, wait, they're not that old yet. <laughs> yeah. And my oldest, yeah. he is starting to get to the point where, you know, you have to 
you have to kind of plan things out and keep him really busy. My youngest, he's still kind of in that baby phase. Yeah. But yeah, we try to, I try to keep them busy and try to keep things fun, but they don't really, I mean, they don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. I think for myself, when I don't know the future, like what it looks like at all, I can become very, not only angry, but just, I lose a lot of that hope. And I have to remember that this is not my home first and foremost, and that everything I have right in front of me is a huge blessing and to like focus on the small things like that and constantly have like who God says he is. And it's like so basic and you just have to go back that. But I mean, I don't know. Is that kind of just, you have to be simple almost. Is that how you feel? Yeah, absolutely. That was a really good way to put it. Um, Yeah. And like I said, you just have to, I mean, the promises that the Lord has has said in his word, I just have to really cling to those. And I wrote a post the other day about how when I'm sad, I just have to remember that he gives joy in the morning. When um, I don't understand like what's going on or I'm, I'm fearful. I know that he has already, he already knows the plan that he has. And I know that when I'm anxious or my mind is anxious that I can fix my thoughts on things that are true and good and pure. And so I would definitely agree with that. Just focusing on kind of just keeping things simple. And I feel like you're a low key person too. I think it helps to be not, this sounds really bad and maybe I'll cut this out. But I don't feel like you're a high maintenance person. I I don't know. I feel like I might be somewhere in the middle. I probably used to be more high maintenance, but this honestly, this has this will change a person. Like having right. flexible and having to just like let go. It, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not been easy to to do that. <laughs> well, do and that. kids, and you you can't put yourself first anyways with kids. Right, right. Then you add the military and then you add, you know, everything that's going on in the world. And then you add moving and just, you know, in a house in a new city. And it's just, it can be a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, especially in the last year or so with my husband doing workups, which are basically, he's gone. What I was talking about earlier, gone a month, home a month. Um, You just, I mean, what can you do? And so that's really, that's really, I think changed my my personality to just kind of be a little bit more go with the flow because I think about how I used to be just very felt like I had that had to be in control and there that would just cause a lot of stress and strife not only for me but I feel like for my husband as well I were still that way That it would probably be a little more difficult in your marriage. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, you are so wonderful and you are such a gem. And I want to end this, I always end it by giving you a few minutes to share what you're passionate about or working on so we can stay posted with you. Okay. So I, I'm not really working on anything, but I just, <laughs> I just honestly love connecting with um, women and similar seasons of life, I guess. And even not, I mean, um, you never know who, who you can relate with, but I guess just recently in the last year, my heart has kind of turned more towards obviously military spouses, because as I have, you know, gotten deeper into this lifestyle and deployment, I just have noticed 
that there's such a need for community there. And I just want to do whatever small part that I can to make these women who are going through all these things feel loved and feel valued and feel cherished and like they're not alone because it can be a very, very lonely place. And it's not always by choice. You know, sometimes you're put, you're put into it. And a lot of people marry military men and they don't know what kind of life they're, they're getting actually getting into. Right. And so It can be a really big shock and you just experience all these emotions. And so I just have loved really being able to connect with, with people who are going through um, like deployments or their spouses gone for training or just things like that. And just, you know, showing them that there are people who understand and going through the same thing and kind of the same thing with, with motherhood um, or have, I mean, so many people do that. And like, just, I feel like are so much better at showing the, um, the joys and the hardships of motherhood, but I try to be really transparent. I don't know. I think you're really great at it. <laughs> I try to be really transparent and just let people know that, you know, as motherhood is such a blessing, but it can also be very hard and it, and then it's, it's constantly changing. Um, so one of the things that I've really been able to kind of work like experience with my job is meeting women just from all walks, not, not military, not, I mean, people who are not moms, but just women in general. And it's crazy because I grew up with five brothers. So I was, Oh, wow. (laughs) I was the girl who always had guys for friends because that's just, I mean, five brothers. Hello. (laughs) That's what I knew. And I never really considered myself to have a lot of friends that were girls. And then I started my business and the door just like opened for me to meet people and meet other women and just, grow these relationships. And that has really become one of the things that I love Mm -hmm. is, is just showing women, um, not really their, their worth, but encouraging them and uplifting them and empowering them. Because I can, I remember when, like before all this, like I didn't feel uplifted. I didn't feel empowered, you know, going back to struggling with what my purpose was. I, I didn't feel like, I really mattered. And so I just have found a true love for making sure that the people that I come across know how loved they are Mm -hmm. and know how worthy they are and that the Lord wants a relationship with them and that there is so much more to life than finding your identity in your job or what you're doing, or even just your role as a wife or your role as a mother, there's so much more joy in having a relationship with Christ and just experiencing all that he has to offer us. And so really that's just, I just love connecting with people and trying to inspire them where that I can, where I can, not that I'm really inspiring, but just, yes, you are. Okay. I'm totally going to link two things. I'm totally going to link your Instagram because 
hello, but also, um, do you have a blog or any other links that, you know, you want people to find you at, or is it mainly Instagram? It's mainly my Instagram. I kind of treat my Instagram as my blog. I have a blog is on the to-do list. It's a blog is a lot. I just don't have together right now to dedicate that dedicate the little bit of time that I, I do. I hardly ever post. It's so bad. And I hope all my friends that are listening that are military wives, I really hope you're listening and connect with Grace because I just feel like everybody could use an extra friend that is encouraging and walking through the same thing or something very similar. You know, I just think it's so important and yeah. I just love that. Well, Thank you so much, Grace, for taking the time, even though I know you are such a busy mama and for sharing. And we just so appreciate you and you opening up and sharing your heart. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I don't even think I said thank you. So thank you for just allowing. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Yay. And hope you all have a great week and thank you for listening. Bye guys. You've been listening to the Embracing Chaos podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please go find Grace on Instagram. If you are a military mom or spouse, I just know you will benefit so much from having connection with her. Also, feel free to rate me on this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and as always, have a wonderful week.